0: It's games, huh? Spilling tea and talking sports. You're listening to the Game Day Tea Podcast Mm -hmm. with your host, D-Gill. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Game Day Tea. I am your host, D-Gill. It is another Tuesday, a special Tuesday, because this episode today is a special one because I haven't done an interview with somebody in a long, long time. I've just been talking to you all off my chest, but that's all changing today. And I hope you like my guest today. But before we get back into that, Please, please, please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, D uh, D G I L T M at the end of that, and the Game Day T on all social media platforms. The Game Day T, one word, www.thegamedayt.com. You can see and hear all of my past episodes. Uh, please let me know what you think of them. Interact with me. Uh, also, if you want to download it, listen to it from your favorite podcast hosts, uh, Spotify, Apple. You can find me there. Search out sports and specifically the Game Day T. Now, I graduated college in 2007 2012 see I graduated high school in 2007 telling my age but I, I want to know what is it's like going on now what is it like being a student athlete and I have a special guest for you on no 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 stranger to the Outsports family here and that is Cooper gun welcome to the game day team
1: thank you very much for having me
0: you're so welcome so Cooper uh you're a team captain soccer is your sport uh, Your coming out story your article that I read earlier this year was so amazing and for those of you that don't uh, haven't read it, I will link it in the description. You, sir, are very brave just off the bat, please tell us about what, how that was for you.
1: Yeah, I mean that was a process that. Um, started. You know, really, honestly, because of my experience with college athletics, honestly, because I was very, very closeted in high school um, to an extreme. I was obviously a part of athletics, but closeted to an extreme. One group very quickly became um, athletes, specifically a few women on the women's rugby team, and many of whom were queer. And for the longest time, I had never really seen queer athletes that I could relate to I know growing up like I there were queer athletes that existed and that were visible and I don't want to discount the work that they did but I never had that in high school where I had people that I was around playing athletics I mean I know now that there were people who were queer but we were all in the closet at the time and so going there and seeing them totally normalize being queer because of course it is normal but at the time I was like these two facets of my life couldn't coexist together, being an athlete and an athlete. And to be able to see them was huge for me at the beginning um, because they were everything what I thought I couldn't be. And then from there, you know, I came out to them one by one. Um, and then that was in the fall. Then over the winter, I came out to my parents and my brother and some other people from home. And then in the spring, I came out to a couple of my teammates at school who weren't it was interesting because like I wasn't really close with them like that close with them at the time um I'm much closer with one of them now um I'm really not the biggest fan of the other one that I actually came out to because of some other um of his personal values I'll put it that way but um I did come out to them and then, Towards the end of the spring, I started to get, and I think, I think I used this language in the, in the article about with my coming out story was mental claustrophobia of feeling like mm-hmm. I just wanted to like get it over with because I was so, cause like I would have conversations where like in the dining hall with my rugby friends about boys that I found attractive. Mm-hmm. So I was comfortable talking about it openly, but like to them, I was out and to my teammates and a lot of other people in my life, I was still closeted, but at the time I felt like I had to come out to certain people bef- like individually before I did it publicly. Cause I always knew that I wanted to do like a coming out post uh-huh. um, just because I didn't want to have, I didn't want to be constantly asked like, Oh, are you, good? are you there? You good? like, I just wanted to have, like, have the record ironically set straight um, so that I didn't have to face any of those questions. Right. And so that process of coming out to all of those, all of my friends was, hard and that it was just emotional because I would have to like psych myself up to do it all of them went very well and those were these were teammates at Colby Soria they were friends from Williston they were friends from um my like my I call them my summer friends um they went really well but it was an emotional experience um and then again tying in the athletics piece to it all um where I came out was actually a soccer camp that place felt super comfortable for me to do that which I think is really cool because it was an athletic environment which for the longest time Mm -hmm. I never felt comfortable being myself Mm -hmm. and so the fact that I could not only be comfortable with myself but could be openly comfortable with myself in that way uh, was really cool for me and felt like a like a full circle moment
0: and imagine all the kids that saw that that were probably having those ideas in their head something strange I've been watching girls kiss boys uh all on you know tv media whatever but uh, i'm a girl and i kind of like girls and or i'm a guy i think i like guys you know so it's 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 really interesting that uh that you did that and i i think someday one of those kids is going to come out to you and say hey you know what you inspired me to come out
1: i mean i like that's that is how I hope that's true. And and I think that was definitely part of why I think even in my coming out post, I said that I hope that this showed people that it's possible to be queer and to be an athlete and also just possible to be queer because the way that I do try and, and live my life. And I know sometimes I do fall short of this goal, but is really is just, what can I do to help other people feel more comfortable in themselves? Because I feel very, I mean, I've worked very hard on myself to be, cause I'm very comfortable and confident with my sexuality, mm-hmm. uh, which is a lot of work, but I also am very lucky that I have an incredibly supportive family and incredibly supportive, um, friend group, which I know lots of other queer people aren't fortunate enough to have. And so anything that I can do because I come, I'm in a position that is easier to be queer. Um, anything that I can do to make it easier for someone who's not as fortunate as me, like I'll do that with without hesitation.
0: That's awesome, awesome. Give, always give back to our community because our our youth need it. So what is it like now? What, like take me through like a regular day right now being on, on college campus. Like uh, is, how's everything with COVID? Are you nervous about that? Or like, what, how's it like being a college student right now?
1: Uh, right now we are still, we are still in preseason. Um, classes won't start for the um, undergrad. I'm technically a graduate student, which is kind of crazy. So I'm going to be doing an internship. So I'm not just taking any classes Woo-hoo! on campus, but um, classes for them are, yeah, thank you. Classes for them will start next Tuesday. So right now, and like preseason's my favorite time of the year, because um, you know, I, I love certain aspects of the academic side of school, but Mm-hmm. preseason is my favorite uh for us it's been we have a new coach this year and he has been definitely you know a change from what i've had in the past whether that's at high school club or uh, my previous years here um very very intense you know on my days can be 7 30 to 7 30 with like a you know, a two hour larger break in the afternoon. And other than that, it, you know, it starts with mandatory, which is something that I mandate the mandatory team breakfast at seven thirty. 30. Uh, then we will go to the athletic training room. We have a fantastic athletic training room uh, with some, some of the best ATs in the entire country. Um, so we'll be in there for a bit before the train Then we come back. Um, we eat lunch as a team, also mandatory. Um, and then after that, we have a little bit of time to change and shower and then we'll have a team meeting where we meet with coach and we talk about, you know, we, we go over game film. We'll talk about tactics, defensive tactics, attacking tactics. We'll talk about what, we, what we're going to do in training, what we have done, um, or if there's anything like going on with the team, like we'll talk about that. And then we do get a little bit of a break um, in the afternoon. I'm living off campus, so I typically have been just coming home and relaxing because as much as I love being there and I love my teammates, I do also love my alone time. And so coming back here and, and uh, having that space to myself has been really, really cool. Um, but then from there, it's, you know, it's mandatory team dinner at 4.30 and then back to the ATR again, and then uh, another session, 6 to 7.30 um, at night, and then, which we typically we typically do more, like eleven v eleven, like full match, like playing rather than just like the tactical piece of it to kind of rope everything in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I uh, I'll make sure that laundries um, all set up with our loops and stuff for the next day, so that nothing, you know, we're not without training gear for the next day. And then, right. um, I'll come home to a little bit of recovery, and then you know we do it all over again.
0: We have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with the game day tea. Welcome back to the game day tea. I'm your host D. Gill, and I'm talking to college soccer player Cooper Gunn. So you're basically eat, breathing soccer, like that's yeah. So so those of you that don't know, I was in marching band in college, and like we during this before classes start, had to be out there 5:45 in the morning on the field. And then we would go to calisthenics and stuff like that before we would do breakfast we would march to the cafeteria and we're talking about that high stepping marching y'all you know uh, no offense to core style marching bands at all but uh, my band we did the high very high stepping entertaining type of stuff that you see on like drum line. and then we would go throughout the whole day practice class uh oh gosh we'd get out and practice at nine ten o'clock at night so i definitely understand what it's like to really have your day organized around yep. what you came to college to really do so uh that's pretty cool hearing somebody else go through that same type of structure that i went
1: through. yeah i mean it's like this is this kind of structure is what i what i want to do i want to play professionally so this is you know what i want my life to to be like um in the future so it's definitely good preparation for that i think and then even for my some, you know, most of my teammates, um, cause I am at a, a division three school. Most of my teammates, um, you know, aren't planning on playing after college. And so even for them, they're still able to, you know, come to training and work really, really hard, you know, make, making meals, um, going to during recovery. So even, you know, I think I'm definitely at one end of the spectrum, um, and then but I'm really impressed and especially this year, I've been really impressed with my teammates for how hard they have worked um, with something that, you know, especially like guys in, in my senior class who, you know, this is probably their last year playing anything at this kind of level, um, what they've been able to bring. Well, I can always say we can improve has is, is impressed me, so.
0: That's awesome. So what is it like being a student, uh, out, student athlete, I always felt me personally that I had a chip on my shoulder being an out and proud gay man on college campus myself, because uh, I happy people that tell me that they didn't like my lifestyle and they, you know, treated me differently. So what is it like for you being an out queer man on college?
1: I think the first thing that comes to my head when you, you ask me that, or my brain, when you ask me that is, um, uh, so this year. This is, I mean, this is, this has been really cool. So when I first, first conversation that I had with my new coach um, in June, uh, I told him, uh, you know, that, that that I was gay and that, uh, you know, I was like, you know, what are your thoughts on that? And he, um, from day one, super, super supportive. Um, And then actually I had talked with him about, I actually don't know how this conversation initially came up. I know he's seen, that photo of me from last year wearing my rainbow armband. Um, But I remember we were having, we had, we had quite a few phone calls before I met him in person in July. Um, But on one of these phone calls, he said um, that he had ordered uh, like pride captain's armbands. And uh, he said that that's, that's all that we're going to wear this year. Um, Like we're not going to wear any other kind of captain's armband. Um, And, You know, I have been, um, I've worn that armband for the two preseason friendlies that we've had. Mm -hmm. And it has been an amazing, amazing feeling because I didn't, I wasn't able to do that last year because of COVID because we didn't have any games. Um, To be able to step on the field wearing that armband um, and representing my community, um, I can't even describe how good that feels. That said, I do definitely feel a lot of pressure with that armband on because I am representing a community that Mm -hmm. is under a microscope because anytime anyone in the community does anything that's seen as not socially acceptable, we can be torn to pieces and our, whatever it is about our identity. Mm -hmm. Um, can be blamed for that. And so I do feel the pressure of needing to live up to that standard. And there are times where, you know, even if it's just, I haven't played as well as I thought I could have, Mm -hmm. um, I do definitely feel the pressure of that armband a whole lot more. I think in general, as I said, like I'm very comfortable being super visible because I want, I want to help people come into their own as as queer people in whatever you know way that that is possible for them or that is for them Mm -hmm. um i also in general i mean we i colby store is a very small school but i i know that in general i'm a very visible person on campus i like to think that i'm pretty outgoing and that i talk with a lot of different people and that people know me and um for the most part like me i don't expect everyone to like me i think if i'm if i think if everyone likes me i'm probably doing something (laughs) wrong but i think for the most part people do like me and um i have never you know on campus i've never had any overtly um homophobic incidences happen around me or directed at me um i do remember a few times my freshman my freshman year um the someone did say the f-word um in a game not directed at me because i I mean i wasn't even out at the time Mm -hmm. um and you know i have had to have a a very serious conversation with my teammates um at the end of january of this past year of their subversive homophobia and and saying things you know making being gay the butt of jokes or painting gays being a bad thing i've had to explain to them why you know that's just that's just not fair on me right um so for me I I feel very lucky that I go to a school that is very supportive of me you know like I I I promise 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 I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I I am nominated for an NCA award for the year of 2020 2021 uh-huh. and from day one of that nomination the school has been in constant communication with me about, and my coach too, about, all right, so how are we going to promote this so that you can win this thing and and you can get the recognition that you deserve. Um, and at the same time, like, I, and I've been very open with the school, like, I understand that they have an ulterior motive and that, the, you know, this me winning this award would look very good for the school. Exactly. Um, but I've said to them, I want, as bad as it sounds like I want you guys to use me as a way to show people that it is possible for someone to be queer, to be an athlete and to be successful in whatever they put their mind to, Mm -hmm. because I like, I never want to like, I don't ever want to like dance around a subject and like avoid talking about it because it is what it is. That's the reality of making money in this world. Um, But if we can make money and help people feel like they're more supported, like, and as long as the more supported thing is the, is the focus, um, then I'm totally fine with the school doing that. Um, because like I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon that I was even nominated for this thing. Um, so anything after that is a, is a, is a bonus. Um, and if I, if I, if I win this really like, yeah, like it's going to be validating for me and I'm going to be super, super proud of myself for what I've done to get here. But, um, I want to share that with my teammates who have helped me get here, both athletically, but then also from a support standpoint, because, you know, I know, like I said, I had that difficult conversation with them. Um, but you know, like I had my, um, I had my boyfriend up here for, he came for one training session a few days ago, or was it last week? Yeah, it was last Saturday night. Um, and I told him that he was coming and like, they were so excited to to meet him and say hi, and mm-hmm. um, I know they're they're looking forward to to seeing him again. You know, they're, they're like they're always asking me about him, like you know, how is he doing? Just just like you know, yeah. I ask about girlfriends, uh-huh. um, and uh, yeah, it's just like you know, the, you know, the, they slip up from time to time, yeah. and I correct that. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part they're super super supportive of me but then also super supportive of um you know me being with my boyfriend for example because i think sometimes people are very comfortable with oh yeah you can be queer just as long as i don't have to see it yeah um but (laughs) you know yeah yeah exactly um but to have them be so excited to hear that um, that my boyfriend is coming up to, to a game or to a practice um, and that they want to meet him and say hi. really, really cool.
0: That's sweet. That's awesome. And, you know, uh, we need more people with that type of attitude and story. And uh, just because we hear the horror stories, you know, and that's what I like about Out Sports. We highlight a lot, we highlight everything when it comes to this space of athletes and coming out and stuff like that and their stories but we also highlight the good things that happen to our community because we don't see that growing up I didn't see it but I didn't know there was a, any type of out sports growing up I was in college you know so somebody listening to this when you shared on your social media platform this episode it was like wow I didn't know he went through that or I didn't know he had to deal with those struggles and so I respect him more It's was like all right I could tell my best friend hey you know let's talk they may be an ally we never talked about this deeply how do you feel what what can i do more for you so i really appreciate you sharing all of this today with me
1: yeah i have um i have one last thing that i want to tell you That it's kind of full full circle moment so i told you like i had that talk at the end of january uh-huh. um kind of about and like my, my, my point in that talk was okay, let's like, I want you guys to ask me questions, like mm-hmm. use me as a resource. Cause like, while I can only speak for the uh, white cis um, gay portion of the community, mm-hmm. I still do have a lot of knowledge about um, being queer and in, in general without acting like I'm an authority on them. And so like, come and ask me questions. And um, over the summer, one of my teammates was doing I don't know. I actually don't know if this was his internship or if this was just a job that he was doing, but um, he was working in this facility that was working with at-risk kids. And um, he was working with um, a transgender patient. I don't know if patient is the right word. um, And he texted me and was like, Hey Coop, like I'm working with this transgender patient this summer. I don't really I don't know that much like I don't know you know like how do I go about like asking them what their pronouns are how do I go about asking them like what their um what the name that they want to be called by is how do I when I introduce myself like how do I facilitate that com- like that conversation and make them feel comfortable um and when I got that text message like I definitely teared up a little bit because I was like mm-hmm. I I always knew like I know all of my teammates are good guys um, they, and, you know, just like me can say some, some stupid stuff sometimes. Um, and so get that text message and be like, he, cause like, you know, this is like, we're friends, but like, we don't, we don't really text that much, like, especially right. in the summer, like, not, like that close. So the fact that he texted me and was like, cause he asked me, I actually, I don't remember if he, I think I was the one I always like to talk on the phone rather than just text, especially about important stuff like that. But Um, we had a phone call after that and he asked me some great questions about, you know, kind of like what I, what I just said. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was like, this is, this is exactly what I wanted is Mm -hmm. for you to know that you have me as a resource that you can come ask me questions so that you can avoid, um, insulting someone, um, or hurting someone, even if it's unintentional because it's still going to hurt. Um, So yeah, that like that felt really good, and that's the kind of that's the feel good story that I love because that's what I want every single example that I have um, to be the you know the yeah exactly exactly.
0: Well, I you brought me back in time and made me realize that there was so much more I could have done in college. So, uh, (laughs) but I can't, I can't harp on that, you know, but wow, I'm so glad your college has you and your team has you as a captain, uh, I think you're going to do and continue to do great things in this community. You have your head on, right. And, um, Hey, please reach. How can people contact you that are listening to this episode right now? to get in contact with uh, my support
1: yeah no sure my um my my handle for uh instagram and tiktok i have tiktok is probably where i'm most active but the best way to reach me would be instagram both of them are um at cmaxg c m a x x g. um i do i have a large-ish following on tiktok and my instagram is connected to my tiktok so i do get quite a few messages, which I do, I try to respond to, to all of them. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to feel free to reach out, um, I, I have, you know, I've talked with quite a few people from, um, from all over going through a bunch of different things. Um, so if I can be a help, I would, I would love to be.
0: And shout out to the sports equality foundation and the work you do. With oh yeah. Them. Let's plug that. Yeah. yeah, Do yeah. with them. Please follow them on TikTok. They share, yes, uh, plenty of stories of college athletes, athletes in general, just what it takes in their day, what they do. And we share stories about uh, in our, of our community deal with sports. So t- please check that out on TikTok as well. Yeah, please. And always remember you all, please be true, be you, and be fierce. If nobody else is gonna love you, you gotta love yourself and uh, reach out. We're here at Outsports. Reach out to us if you want your voice heard. If you want some more support, you want to figure out how to come out, resources to come out. Please interact with us. We won't bite. We're all, we're all here for our community. With that said, you all take care, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you so much, Cooper, for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it.